and we're here. Yeah, yeah. That's right. It's me, Ray. And it's me, JP. So do, do you even want to tell them how hard it was to even record this? Uh, we've been here, what time is it? It's been about 30 minutes and we're sitting, this is the first time we've started recording. I, I even, and, and we've been trying, we've been trying to set up a day to record for like a month that now. That too. Uh, time's passed. Um, I was tested positive for COVID. We're okay. Asymptomatic. Thankfully, through the power of uh, editing and ske- and delayed schedules, while it may have seemed like it only been a couple weeks since I've been with Justin, it's actually been like two months. Yeah, dude. <laughs> It was a really great vacation. <laughs> we're also we're also less than sixty seconds in, and Justin's already wounded. Yeah, I honestly don't know. Fingers been bleedy. It's bleedy, all bleedy. That's what you get for uh, playing those button mashers. Too many button mashers. You know that's why you shouldn't be playing Smash. But enough about Smash. We're here today to close the book. We're on what? We're on the final chapter here. It, it's not even a final chapter. It's like a companion piece spinoff of yeah. a, of a giant novel that was Mass Effect. We're covering Mass Effect Andromeda. Andromeda. All right. I guess a quick thing uh, to note: this game. It's we're almost at the five year mark of this game. Yeah. It came just, out came out March twenty third, twenty seventeen. PS four, Xbox One, and PC. No presence at the Game Awards. I'll get that out of the way right now. Uh. It wasn't, wasn't like Mass Effect 3. I was really looking for them that year, you know? <laughs> wasn't, Where were you, Bioware? wasn't Game of the Year like Mass Effect 2. So, no, it uh, really wasn't. It I, couldn't have been. Oh my goodness. What do we... Do we want to get into, like, what was wrong with the game off the bat? Um, let's save that for after we talk, like, about the game. The details. We'll, we'll give them our, our opinions later, because we've sprinkled our opinions throughout the last three Mass Effect games. Uh, episodes. And of course, as always, spoiler warning, explicit language warning if you don't know who the fuck I am by now. Yeah, uh, watch out, kids. <laughs> we swear. Oh, goodness. Good news is, according to the demographic, no one under the age of 17 is listening to this. That is very good. Bad, I... bad news is, according to a never demographic, unrelated to the show, almost 100% of children lie about their age on the internet. That is true. <laughs> And while we're talking about statistics, hey, you listeners in Brazil, Germany, and what was the last place? The United Kingdom. In the United Kingdom? Whatever's left of them. Thanks. Oh my god, yeah, right? I know, right? Like, I mean, Ireland leaves, like, Brexit, like... Brexit. <laughs> anyway. Oh my goodness. There's a so, few There's a few different things that I, that I did like about this game. Mm-hmm. I will say, something controversial, right off the bat. Let's hit it. Let's start with controversy. I, I was completely okay with the removal of the Paragon Renegade system. Honestly, it was... I didn't even think about that when I was like playing them the other day. That is so wild. I, did, I didn't mind it at all because it really focused on like this idea of it being more of a family story. Yeah. They but yeah that that is so interesting. I never thought of that. They de- they definitely tried making the moral decisions more gray too. Yeah, it, and it was just like in a fu- in a weird way, like your writer could be very. We should say let's just start with characters. Oh yeah, because yeah, uh, Shepard's not in this. Yeah, so this is a completely they scratched everything. New whiteboard. They 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 uncapped that marker and went. Who's the new people we care about? Writer. Writer. Scott and Sarah Ryder. That's right, because that... their dad Alec. You get to and mom? Question mark. What's I don't know. Yeah, Ellen? what is the mom? Ellen. We're gonna say her name's Ellen. Are we sure we want to say Ellen? She's in a bit of trouble lately. 
She has been in some hot water, hasn't she? Who knows? Maybe, uh, I mean, hey, you're a free agent. I I hear you might be up for a talk show. Dude, if I could take over Ellen's show, like, (laughs) does that mean I get, like, the games, too? Like, headbands? Like, is my face gonna be on it? That means you get to promote us on the show. I I absolutely would. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. So, this is the first game where you, uh, where no matter what, the opposite gender of the character you choose to play as is still in the game. Yeah, sadly, this game very much still sticks to the idea of only two genders. Continue. Oh, that's right, yes. Uh, but, so you got the brother, Scott, which is the one I played as. I believe you you played as Scott too, yes? Absolutely. And then there's Sarah, who which means since we didn't play as Sarah... We you do play Sarah at the end. You do play as you do play as her at the end. Like ten minutes. Yeah, <laughs> ten minutes. How how slow were you at getting to the opposite end of the ship? <laughs> I wanted my brother to die. Sorry. <laughs> Don't we all? <laughs> but anyway, so uh, Sarah uh, will will get to her. But as Scott, you get to. There's no there's not a major background story with him like Shepard was there. Uh, for like the writers. Yeah. Uh, well, no, like Dad was just. I don't know. I don't think we really needed any because when we first see Alec Ryder, he is he's in N seven armor, and you're like, that's right. That Alec is the armor. Alec is the dad. He's the badass dad. Mm-hmm. I was right. It is Ellen. It is Ellen. <laughs> oh, I did play the game last night, so I probably saw something. It's been five years for me. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Alec, uh, the dad comes in and is donning the N seven armor, and I think at that point for us as like. For experienced Mass Effect players, it's already like the credibility that we yeah. need. He's like he's he's a Spectre. Well, fun fact: uh, this was actually uh, the first Mass Effect game I ever played. Really? Oh Bit. my god! Oh right, you did. You reversed ordered it. Uh, I did very much. I played Andromeda and then I played uh, one, two, and three. As soon as that man said he started playing Andromeda first, I said no. Go back to one, two, and three. <laughs> and I know most of my Mass Effect friends out there are gonna agree. Oh my goodness. Uh, so something else I do want to point out gameplay-wise, from the very beginning, uh, you actually don't pick if you're like a vanguard or a soldier. Yeah, no, no skills. You yeah. start out free and open. And you can, re- it's like a skill tree, and you can, a- and I know a lot of games have been doing this recently, five years ago, this is a pretty big deal for me, uh, you can reallocate the skill points. Anytime, anywhere, I th- I'm pretty certain. I don't think there's like a I don't cost. think you're, yeah, I don't think you're locked in at any point. Yeah. Maybe in maybe at the yeah like what you what you can do and which is really like a like a key thing about this uh this game itself or this iteration in the series is you can change whatever you're doing on the fly like oh yeah if you're if you're like running adept like only uh, biotics you can be whipping your biotics all around you know charging into shit and then you can switch your class instantly and go and to say soldier and i don't know shoot out some concussive shots or oh, a yeah. frag grenade all the weapons and everything in this the, the combat ooh, so good oh my gosh and they add verticality jetpacks yeah, jetpacks and a dash that adds so much fluid mo- movement to the game i will say there was uh, there's one mission that stands out to me just because i felt like such a strategic mastermind doing this uh i i had 
invested heavily in tech mm-hmm. and at some point i forget i do i think you get in tech you have the ability to make a turret and a drone yeah and yeah. i and so literally i just took like they were like oh you have to hold this area for so long Perfect. i like stationed one squad mate at that door one at the other and then there's just a central door and i just put the turret right there and then i had the drone hover over me and i just didn't do anything Perfect. i that's... watched everyone else work for me <laughs> that's like the best moment in video gaming when you just played it so well it's doing it for you oh my god yes oh man but so this game i don't think we actually said when it starts yet um where is it is it like in the mass effect timeline it lies in between right after the events of two yeah and right before the events of three um so like and i know like in between that was pretty tight um but a lot of it was happening in the background so like A lot of the uh, audio logs you can read in the game uh, will tell you that... Who does that? <laughs> um, they're actually all just from Liara, mostly. There's really? A lot of Liara I'm going to be honest, logs. I literally didn't listen to Bro, a single audio log. They tell you so much. They t- Well, actually, I think you would appreciate it more knowing all the Yeah, definitely, because now it's like, oh, hey, I, now I know this is this woman. See, again, that's why it's like, you kind of played it out of Link, or out of sync, but... I don't think it's bad at all because I think Andromeda is a very good uh, introduction piece to Mass Effect as an idea because I think the other three games, perfect. Anyway. Oh, yeah. This game, I I forget the actual uh, in-game year, Um, but anyways. It's like 2138, some bullshit like that. Yeah, some some BS like that. And 2138 and then... uh, so there was this whole underground uh, project called, I think, Fulcrum? Or that could have been something else. I'm remembering lore wrong. <laughs> Anyways, the idea was uh, this one person, I think Jane Garson, was like, yo, the world's kind of shitty, right? But we also have inter... We have, like, we can we can go to all these different places in our galaxy. What if we were to go to the other galaxy? And so they got funding from a mysterious benefactor, which is heavily hinted that it's uh, Mr. Blue Eyes himself. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Which is interesting, because, like, if he's funding, you know, it's weird. It makes you really think about what's actually happening in the universe. Especially if we're under the impression at some point, uh, like, between two and three, possibly, that he got uh, indoctrinated. Yeah, right? Like, weird. Um, elusive man is who we're talking about oh while we're God. being elusive with our speak. I, I just, um, I just follow, I just follow the theory just based off that. Hit it, hit it. What if, what if Sam is Reaper tech? I think it's possible. That, cause, cause we, we, we've talked about this before recording. How, how, like, okay, for people at home, there, <laughs> there are these things in the game called like remnant vaults. That... I, I, let's not get there yet. Oh I think God! We're really okay. introducing too much right now. So uh, we're gonna we're gonna overload them. <laughs> yeah. So the idea is, uh, they they fund this idea of shooting all these uh, ships out towards Andromeda, and when they the, this trip is supposed to take like six hundred plus years. Yeah. Um. So they leave at say the end of Mass Effect Two, and they don't know what happened to. You know the Milky Way. They didn't. Yeah. They knew that they had the idea that the Reapers were coming. Very convenient. But they didn't know what happened. Very convenient way to not lock in a canon ending for exactly. three. <laughs> but we'll touch there later. 
the um so we leave we leave Milky Way right at the heat of Mass Effect two and three and or before the heat of three I should say. Anyway, um and then there was that six hundred years of travel through dark space to the Andromeda galaxy, and as soon as they make it to the Andromeda galaxy, I should say there's like five arcs. Uh, right? How many yeah, arcs are uh, there? There was the humans, because they, they did the arcs by race mostly, because yeah. there, there was human, then there was Asari, then there was... um The Krogan. Kro yeah, the Krogans have their own arc, that's right. Did right? they? No. No, they didn't. No, they came with the, I think, the Turians or the Asari. Yeah, there yeah because there was human, Asari, Turian, and uh, Solarian. Right, right. And, and, then the, and then the fifth one was supposed to have not just the Quarians. I it think. was the Hanar, the... Yeah, uh, the Drell. The, the Drell, the Volus, and... Um, whatever the elephants are. Like, Are the elephant? Which what? ones are the elephants? I think they're Hanar. Oh, okay. Then what's the big jellyfish guys? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, the those big... are the Hanar. Oh, okay. Hmm. I remember there being elephants that had no emotion. Yeah, I love those guys. They they preface their their emotion before they start Extreme talking. Extreme happiness. I am so excited to see you. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I love talking to that guy in Mass Effect One in the Citadel. He was so great. Oh my goodness. Anyways, these arcs. Um, that's how they they uh, talked about them. Were shot into out into outer space. The human arc oh. was referred to as Hyperion. It sure was, and was the second or third arc to get there because um, as soon as they reached like their space travel uh things started kind of going off yeah like, things go terribly wrong we lose it's like contact the, from the everyone gorge i think it was called scourge scourge oh wow they, <laughs> this um, is what i get for reading <laughs> that's all right um as soon as they make it to the uh andromeda galaxy into the helios cluster yes they uh which they, when they had first started the travel at 600 years ago, they saw that these seven planets were beautiful, like, idyllic homelands for oh, yeah. the new the new uh, Milky Way life to begin yeah, here. Yeah, habitable. Habitable uh, little habitats. And um, as soon as they get there, you know, shit's got to hit the fan. First planet they get to. <laughs> first, yeah, first planet they get to, they get, like, stuck in barbed wire, essentially. And, uh, it destroys their, sh not destroys their ship, but it hurts it pretty bad. Uh, not as bad as the collector, uh, ship hurt. Uh, like, uh, I know, I know the arc when it went through the, the, how do you say it? Scourge? Yeah. Yeah. When they went through the Scourge, a lot of the power supply went down. Yeah. And that actually leads to the non-selected sibling, in our case, Sarah, being in a coma. Yes. And that's how, uh, that's how, that, that gives your character, your writer, a little more, um, like, ah, I gotta reason. save my sister. He's got the motivation now. Yeah, he's got the, the motivation. As if any uh, Bioware protagonist is just like, eh, I don't really care that the world's ending. Yeah, you know, <laughs> imagine if they're all nihilistic and, like, they didn't give a shit. Like, <laughs> they're just like, you know, what if we just let them win? Like, yeah, like, it's alright if we all die, What's right? the worst that could happen, oh, man? man? Like, but, uh, there's also another big ship, which is kind of acting as, like, the major port, as one could possibly say, like, oh, the, God, the, yeah. the relay, like, the, uh, it's called the Nexus. That's right, it was called and, the Nexus. And, uh, the Nexus was gonna be, like, where all these arcs would plug into at the end, or not at the end, but, like, when they all arrived, so they could be like, ah, Earth, you know, I, just like yeah. a spaceport. I almost called it the wrong name, because I, apparently it was originally, the Nexus was almost called Archon. 
Really? Yeah. Oh, man. Archon's, and, Archon's the enemy, man. Yeah, Archon's <laughs> the bad guy, so they kind of changed it at some point. Like, That's interesting. Um, but as soon as you get there, all this shit's going awry, and you're like, oh, man, I can't. we can't live on these planets. I shouldn't say your writer's saying this. Dad Ryder is saying yeah. this. Uh, uh, Alec Ryder's like, man, I'm the Pathfinder, which is like a really big role, I guess you could say, like even higher than Commander in a situation. Yeah, it's very equivalent of um of uh, what were they called? I'm already forgetting what the what Shepard was called. Uh, the Spectre. Yeah, he, he's like yeah, a next level Spectre. There we go. Yeah, he's in that. He's like there. He's like Andromeda's version of a Spectre at this point. Yeah, like because he's like even above the Council. He in a is way. the first t- Spectre technically in Andromeda. Uh, Alec is. Um. Anyway, uh, we uh, he, when Alec is there, he's like, oh man, this scourge is really like hurting us and everything. Um, because they can't live on those worlds they go to this world and this world just like tears them apart i remember i remember the imagery like it was because it looked like it could, it was at one point a beautiful green world yeah and you're just seeing storms and purple yeah. clouds it's like, like it makes it's, it's like your worst nightmare the air is toxic like, yeah air is toxic you're you're running through you start seeing aliens you're like who are these new these new species coming out, and I me. remember the moral quandary they give you because you you see them and you see them talking to like one of your team members, and one of your teammates is just like, "We should shoot," and you yep. get the option to either fire first or wait for them and to fire. Honestly, that would have been like such like a really good introduction to the Paragon Renegade system. But at this point, they're like, "Nah, you just gotta take." It's all it in your in. hands. Like, like we're not, we're not gonna tell you what the good option is. You, yeah, you have to good. decide for yourself. You know, like it's. Yeah, it doesn't really hold your hand anymore. Yeah. It's, it really just kind of allows you to... Did you fire to... on them? No. I, I surprisingly didn't either. I was like, ah, I don't know. I was I was so eager. I was like, new friends! <laughs> yeah, like, this being my first game, I can't say that I learned from lore, but, you know, going into this, I, all I could all, all I can think of is, like, the first contact war. Like... Yeah, and honestly, it's just, it's, like the first contact war part two <laughs> i know i was just like if we fire at them without even talking to them we're literally just gonna repeat history's mistakes yeah. <laughs> but like honestly think about it from like the cat slash angaran perspective i just i don't want to say the cat's good but the angaran perspective these ships are coming out of uh, the dark space of your galaxy which you have no idea you have no idea how they got there you don't know how they got there you don't know what they could be doing and um i'm pretty sure they say like because the scourge wasn't there when they like first made like uh i don't know reports of the of the helios cluster they're like oh it's perfect but then the scourge came as soon as they came you know yeah it's like as if it was like a defense we, I'm pretty uh, sure they say it's like man-made. Yeah, as they get to this planet, we are starting to get introduced to the companions. Right, you you start learning who might be your companions, but if you play the games enough, you know who's going to be your companion yeah. based off the names. And we books. get uh we get Cora. Yes, the uh short-haired blonde and then we, and then we get Liam. Liam, right? Like yeah. Yeah. Liam I think is supposed to be an engineer of some sort. Yeah, I he feel is. like yeah. He is. And, um, and then we and then of course you also have your dad but your dad's not a companion you have control over for yeah. obvious reasons so like you, you get down to this planet you try to find your dad and once you you and your teammates link up with your dad you start seeing your dad doing some weird things and kind of talking under his breath yep 
and he's talking to Sam, the AI implant that's in his, in him. <laughs> yeah, like I guess it's in him. I for some reason I thought it, it was, I thought it was only in his helmet, but you see, like I thought the same thing until I recently replayed it because it says that this implant uh, is what allows him to change those skills, and, and it's, it's what, the like, story reason to why the skill points are as free as they yeah, are. and it's also like uh, what denotes him as the Pathfinder. Yeah, like that. It really is like the like it does donate donate. Eh denote him not donates him <laughs> uh decapitates him eh. oh, anyway goodness. um well speaking of decapitation decapitation the dad's head doesn't fall off but the helmet does helmet breaks yeah toxic the, air the son's helmet does the son's helmet right yeah because because alec takes his helmet off to save his son yeah and in doing so he also gives the command to sam to transfer of the authority yeah. of power of the pathfinder yeah. to uh to to uh scott yeah and all this was uh all this action happened because they're like we got to stop this storm and they're like let's just go to this random alien looking structure this definitely <laughs> looks important definitely looks important might have some uh answers i actually think there was like a big like cloud coming out yeah because like I, some like effect looked like it was pointing towards if it. i remember if i remember correctly there's like oh there's like one small safe space around the vault because it's mm. like when you walk in there it's like all right and your purifying system can be turned off because mm. you're not breathing toxic air or yeah. something but then, but at some point, shit went bad. Uh, yeah, and you yeah. open this like this, what looks to be a remnants of a vault. Oh boy! <laughs> and uh, as soon as you go there, Alec uh, like tries talking with this technology with while using Sam, and it communicates with it. Like, yep. Actually, stops the storm and everything that's happening, kind of. Um, yeah. And I think. Whatever this technology did uh, had this failsafe, which blew them out of the this vault area. Yeah, which causes the uh, uh, playable rider's helmet to break. Yeah, because they they didn't fix it all the way. They didn't purify the area to make it ha- uh, yeah. hospitable to to the uh, people. And it, the cat were also still nearby, and they were really they were pretty pissed. Like, they were pretty pissed because you started, you know, you came here, you started fights, or maybe you didn't. Um, and uh the archon we start we meet the archon after uh your playable writer blacks out and everything the new big bad the new big bad struts his stuff walks into this vault and sees a somehow like a digital replay of writer yeah um using sam to this technology and he's like well, now that I know you can harness it, I want it too. Like, well, now gives I want the it. big ga- the big bad's motivation because he wants the Sam technology to control the remnant technology. Yep. More ancient technology bullshit talk. You know, like the, like the Prophians yeah. and the relays, like. like- not like we just did this even just going hearing you go over the beginning's mission it just reminds me of the beginning of mass effect because it's like oh hey we uh we gotta follow this this character we're playing as who's going to become the chosen one has to follow someone who's already the chosen one current chosen one dies Dies, which was nihilus (laughs) we now we now get the chosen one moniker and now the game really kicks off yeah and it's only because you were augmented by the uh sam like, by 
well, just a piece of technology. Oh, yeah. Because the Prothean technology... Oh, yeah, in both scarred. cases, yeah. 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 Like, I'm not saying it's lazy, but we see... Nostalgia is a key factor, I understand. Yeah. But to, to just mirror it so heavily... And maybe it's because we're able to pick apart uh, everything. But anyway... Uh, so your si- game starts off strong. Yeah, your, si- your sister's in a coma. Your sister's da- in a coma. Dad, 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 dad. I think I think the mother. I think the mother might be audio log lore. Yeah, she like she's definitely like mentioned like throughout conversation and audio log because the reason Sam was being made was to save the mother from an illness. Oh, that's right. That's why the dad was making Sam, and then Sam just also happened happened to be like the titular like the focal point of this story for if sam was not here they wouldn't be here so if you thought all of that was bad enough uh you get to the nexus and the nexus already had people on it because they sent like an advanced team to get the nexus ready yep turns out the hyperion is the first arc to actually reach the nexus and the nexus has been there for a year mutinies happened uh, other yeah a lot uh, of shit went wrong in a year yeah a fucking lot of, krogan's turned krogan's turncoat. left and like just they're like we're going to that planet and living like fuck you this is our new tachanka like, essentially new i think they did call it new tachanka i would actually. i would completely believe it <laughs> i no one ever accused the krogan's of being smart like no they're they're just strong i mean old. Th- i mean this is coming from a couple of guys who live in a place called new england yeah <laughs> That's true. <laughs> we are the Krogans. <laughs> That'd be great. Uh, uh, oh my gosh. Oh, and none of the previous scouted worlds. Like, they like they get there, they're like, yeah, yeah and all those ever planets were just like the one you visited. So, like, you, you, uh, your writer comes to, has the Sam in his head, which Sam saved him from dying, too. Like, to a point where, yeah. like, they're so closely connected that if they were to be taken apart... If one dies, die. the ever dies, yeah. Exactly. Um... Oh, and this also, um, upon the discovery that uh, Sam Scott becomes the new Pathfinder, that actually makes a lot of a, a bit of drama between him and Cora, because Cora was actually Alex's right hand woman, and it was believed right. that if Alec fell, Cora would have been the new Pathfinder. And even if, like you said, Scott and Sam are like permanently connected at this point, so even if Scott wants to give it up, he can't. Like it would literally be the death of him and Sam. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I think, well, actually, the cool thing is Sarah also has an implant of Sam. That's right. Or eventually gets one. I don't really know. I played the last mission last night, and they talked about it, and I was like, oh, she has an implant. Spin-off. Um, spin-off! Oh, man. But yeah, all the planets, not livable, so it really just kind of opens this game to you of like, excuse me, you need to make these worlds habitable yeah you need to and as you do that you can set up colonies on these planets and as we set up more colonies we can wake up more people from cryo uh cryo sleep and thus start colonizing a new world a new galaxy wow um and the game really opens up you got like a desert planet you got yep. a really flora heavy planet oh hell yeah uh is a there winter a, planet you know very similar so, to the first game again yeah you're you're you can't get much uh variation i guess in planet uh, i mean i guess they only have so many geographical landmarks to work <laughs> with true but uh speaking of that desert planet uh that was the first place i think that's the first place Eos. you go to for story yeah yes. Eos. Eos, story yeah. reasons yeah and because there is where you discover another remnant vault 
This is also right. where you get to meet a lot more of your your companions. Oh yeah, who else do we meet in this game? Uh, let's, let's just go through the whole I uh, think, roster. Okay, let's see. I think before you get to before you get to the Nexus, um, so you get um before Nexus, I believe you meet Vectra. Vectra's the Turian mercenary. Hell yeah. Um, got let's that see. good Ver Garrus vibes. We've covered slightly. We've covered Liam and Cora. Oh right. right, Liam. Liam wasn't the engineer. He was the crisis specialist. <laughs> Such a more like like personable like thing instead of hey Liam the engineer like hey, yo, yo Liam we're in a bit of a crisis you got any shit for us and like, he's like dude I remember I think on the Tempest which is the the name for the new ship which looks slick as fuck yeah um, we're getting away from World War Two battleground names now. yeah really <laughs> um now you're just on to classical plays um, I'm okay with it <laughs> yeah, me too uh. I'm pretty sure Liam has, like, the chillest room out of all I of I think them. he does, He yeah. has, like, a really kind of dingy-looking couch, and it's, like, perfect. He's just like, hey, man, how's it going? Yeah, he has uh, some great dialogue. We get we, ha we have a pilot who is not Joker, unfortunately. Yeah, this guy doesn't... He's he's yeah. really boring compared to Joker. His name's Kalo Jaff, and he's a, Solar a Solarian pilot. Mm. Uh, we got Suvi, Suvi Anwar. She's, oh. the, she's a science officer. That Irish voice acting. Okay, the engineer slash mechanic was Gil. Gil, Gil Brody. Right. Oh my gosh, Gil. Gil, Gil is uh, romanceable too, correct? He is. He, uh, a lot. A lot of people didn't like his romance story. I, I don't know. It, it was. Uh, I. I look. I. I'm. I'm really into Bioware romances, and uh, I looked. I looked up all the Andromeda romances. Might might we say this is possibly the best Bioware romance? Oh hell yeah! Uh, for. It does not mean you only need one partner. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Anyone who's heard my casually filthy pilot, uh, please, if not, please feel free to give it another listen. Mm -hmm. They, uh, you, you'll know that I'm actually polyamorous myself, and I had so much fun in this game. It, and it just made the idea of, I, I think, if anything, it just really updated like what norms are because oh, yeah. sex is so less taboo is than what i think it would have been like 10 years ago i will say they didn't go hard all the way in with like oh yeah you could have two committed partners yes but not commitment there was there was more there was more leeway with uh hookup culture yeah that's that's a better way yeah that's that's There's, what <laughs> they introduced hookup culture and pretty much us as young 20 year old men we love it because <laughs> because before it was like oh you you're flirting with someone else fuck you you're a piece of shit yeah in this one it's like oh you want to bang that Porter, go for it as long as it's a one-time thing like you just met this new alien species named uh the titled angarin figure it out have sex with them <laughs> pretty much uh let's see well, who else oh we have lexi tapero an asari medical doctor is she another uh romanceable no she's not romanceable okay these are other i do i do have i do have lists of people who you can romance and bang well that that's that's the thing We're i do touch there in probably about two minutes okay <laughs> Um, we covered Alec, uh, we, Carrie Tavessa is the reporter in question, uh, and then we covered Archon. Uh, once you get to Eos, you get introduced to two more companions. Uh, those are PB, the, the Asari rogue, I like to call her, because she, yeah. does, she doesn't really, she, she doesn't fit into the, any of the A Asari society. Rogue, I would say. She doesn't fit into Asari society. She doesn't have, like, that matriarch or the, uh, or the Justicar settings, like, yeah. She's very much a loner. And she's also very young for an Asari, too. Yeah. Which is different because we've only seen really, really mature 
really nice mature women <laughs> before. And then we have uh, Nakmore Drac. Oh my god. The Krogan Ugh. Warrior. The testosterone in this room just got real muscular. Uh, I'm picking up these weights next to me. Yeah. <laughs> great, uh, great twenty pound weights. That that about a good workout for you. Yeah, it is. Honestly, that and lifting boxes of cucumbers. Those things are heavy. There you go. <laughs> like fifty pounds. But God knows how much Nagmore Drac can lift. Oh my God, how much can that man lift? Probably. I, I don't even think I could lift his armor. Absolutely not. Sadly, though, uh, I'd love to see him without armor. I will. I was about to say. Sadly, though, <laughs> Nakmore Drac is not romanceable. Yeah, but that's fine. You just keep him in the in your in uh, the Nomad. You, yeah, he has the best dialogue. Oh yeah, he does. So, it, question: Do do are Krogans just do they just mate for life? I feel like they may have, but they I, I don't feel like they should anymore since you know the Genophage. True and. Also saying that this game oh my god hookup culture. No, none of these Krogans know that the Genophage got cured. Oh my god. They uh, weren't there so, when the Genophage so like, got cured. So, something to remind. When you're playing this game, the events of Mass Effect 3 happened 600 years ago. And they don't have direct contact with the Milky Way. And they're like fumbling for all this time, not knowing what happens. And they still don't know. We would, like, there's so, not even any like nuggets of audio. Logs yeah, like history. all of these Krogans still have the genophage inside of them. Yeah, and oh my god, wait. So there is this really, really awesome audio tape that Liara says, and she's like, "The Reapers just touched down on Earth. They're in Soul System. It's not looking good for us. You may be the last alive. Like, don't forgive us and remember us in your hearts or something like that." Oh and my I was god. Like, oh. <sighs> Got a pathfind now. <laughs> and uh, JP alluded to a new species called Ingarins. The, right. the last companion you'll get towards the middle of the story, I'd say, yeah. is Jal. Jal Amadarav. Uh, oh, wow. I didn't know it went that far. Yeah, he's he is a... You really said it. Uh, Jal. <laughs> yeah. He's a resistance fighter for the Ingarin race because, uh, as we will find out later in the story, the Ingarins are currently at war with the with the Ket. Yes. As uh, we get, we lean very heavily into politics for this game, as if we didn't uh, allude to that already mm. in prior entries. <laughs> how, um, how, how would you put it? The Ket are like eugenicists? Yeah. Uh, so like the Archon is like the culmination. Like if you were to melt down Hitler and just the ideology of eugenics, that is what the Archon is. For he is like, he says he is the perfect specimen or something. He says... <laughs> Because he has the DNA and the genetics of, uh, of thousands of species. But he only has the best qualities the of best all of The best qualities. Yeah. And that is, if, if you picked up a history book, that is textbook. Textbook eugenics. And uh, we don't like this idea of quote-unquote master race, so we kill the cat. <laughs> yeah. We kill the master race, which, I mean, I'm going to tell you right now, if we want to get into the philosophy of master race and whatnot... Um, there was so, like, they, when we ever, whenever we hear Master Race, like, in video games and in history, it's always domination. Yeah. Like, they go about everything the wrong way. I, un, like, I don't want to say I understand, because that's going to put me on a terrible plane of existence. But, uh, there's so Speak much... Speak now or forever. <laughs> there's a lot. There was some good that could come from the concept of take the best qualities. You could cure diseases. You could, you mm. could cure genetics 
And, like, that was the original goal, but then, you know, they were like, well, to get there, we literally need to wipe out everyone. Like, myself, I would have been wiped out. Yeah, and it, it's it's not very uh, human. It's, it's not very... Uh... Oh, yeah, it challenges the very belief of human, because some people, about, some people, myself included, also believe that humanity is its flaws. You know, some robots would agree with that. <laughs> like Legion. Like Legion. Or Edie. Did you know the Geth's first words is, does this unit have a soul? So Legion's first and last words were, does this unit have a soul? And I still think about how sad and like how that arc is so, so, why, so sad. Why you gotta get me like tearing up over Sorry, here, Sorry, we, we need to go back to the uh, Andromeda Galaxy. Going back to Andromeda flipping like three four pages uh, yeah let's uh let's talk about the uh romanceable characters oh we're doing the other ones we're doing romance now yeah or? okay uh, let's see here because we were just talking about crew members yeah dude let's let, let's take a little little pit stop here let's talk about the romance welcome to the sex zone <laughs> oh my goodness oh my gosh uh so i think we both romanced the same character no you romanced cora didn't you i romanced four people that's right you but cora as i saw last night was the one because she was always next to me being like yeah she was the one she was the one (laughs) yeah she was the one at the end of the ironically enough for me i actually was a one woman kind of man for this game (laughs) stuck straight with pba i assume yep pb because those because there were no quarians for me to hit on so i'm sorry uh, guy so i went with the asari and pb was it, it was so weird. I played it so much differently than I would in real life mm-hmm. uh, because PB is very much into the hookup culture. Yeah. Uh, she literally is like, like literally I do, I talked to her like twice and then she was like, hey, uh, come to the airlock with me. And then, <laughs> and we, we like float there together and she's like, yeah, so uh, if you want to hook up for like a one-time thing, that's fine. And I was like... Now's the time. And uh, I'm pretty sure you can continue the romance whether you say yes or no, but I actually so. said no. Because wow, I oh a, a gentleman. I know. Uh, no one get their hopes up if you see me in real life. Anyway, <laughs> don't get your hope ups if I say no, or, or for if, me to say no. If I say no to you, unlike in this game, where when I said no, it was because I wanted to continue a romance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, in real life, no means no. <laughs> it sure does. And consent. I mean, we're on a platform to preach it. Consent is key, y'all continue sorry i i I just want to let that message sit for a minute because yeah uh, let's say it again consent is key silence and we're back (laughs) so after that um yeah so pb's romance uh like you could bang her and just you could leave it at the hookup you could Uh, legit just leave it because i know i I know i apparently had flirted with cora apparently and cora confronts me she's like pb really and i was just like yeah did did you think we had and? something did you think we had something like <laughs> oops like you, you've been giving me the stink eye ever since i got this job like you really think mm. that i'm gonna be i'm gonna be banging you anytime soon the answer's no like <laughs> not on this ship not in this life like you're you're a step above ashley but just a step <laughs> wow wow you know in a way just like like in some core for sure yeah <laughs> uh not so, as much hate Ashley deserves all the hate. Yeah, for real. Cora, I, 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 I don't know where I sit yet. I actually have that in my notes. Better than Ashley. <laughs> I, I can confirm. <laughs> uh, so, so PB is romanceable by both Scott and Sarah. Uh, the, however, Cora is only romanceable by Scott. 
Did, do you no. have any memory of your your uh, seduction of Cora? Absolutely not. Okay. <laughs> well, as you can tell everyone, five years later, and I remember my romance of PB. Five years later, and uh, Cora turns out just wasn't the one. <laughs> no. Because then I went on to that Angaran. Mm. Jol! <laughs> That's right. Uh, Jol originally was only romanceable by Sarah, but after much fan feedback, they made Jol, I think... I don't know if they said he was bisexual or if they went with him being pan. Yeah, I don't know what the uh, if they ever uh, dis- or, like <laughs> like came to a conclusion on a, a sexuality because I, I actually haven't even thought of that. I feel like he was. I feel like he was definitely pan or or like he was at least uh, curious because I remember one scene. I just walk in and him and Liam are both naked. And they're just like, and I'm just like, what the fuck Wait, are you that's doing? A scene? That's a scene. <laughs> that's so funny. I would have done this. I would have been in Liam's shoes too. I would have been like, let me see what you got. I'll show you what I got. That's literally what it was. Cause <laughs> it was like, they were trying to determine which, which spe- species had the better physique or whatever. Ah, uh, that's right. I, like, they literally were just like, yeah, no, this is purely scientific. And I'm just like, I don't give a shit. Put your clothes back on. We're and, going on a mission. Like, see, that's what this game <laughs> sometimes has beautiful moments of exploring which is this new idea of new races interacting with each other these new species and we're like this is such a freaking great idea but you only do it really with one one species like come on yeah the we're in a new galaxy bro <laughs> sorry for those uh headphone listeners I'm but so- you I'm so glad really? you leaned back for that as I see the <laughs> volume level almost touch the top of my phone. I got a lot of feeling about it, I guess. Uh, yeah, massive budget cuts. Only two new races. Yeah, which oh, is... Not even all the old races from the prior games. but uh, Which, so, like, I can understand, but it, it does, at a core, make me go, oh. Because my, my, uh, my wants, I guess you could say, were not there. I, I remember Vetra was also romanceable by both. Yeah, I didn't do that though. I didn't. I touch kept her on as that. my like my real good friend. Yeah, I did that too. We like went to a planet and stargazed together, yeah, and yeah, that yeah. was it. Like, uh, like you I can do that with a lot of you friends. can romance crewmates. You can romance uh, Suvi. Suvi is a lesbian. Mm. So here's the thing: a lot of people didn't like the the uh, hom- the homosexual same sex romances. Not because they were same sex, but because of just how they were treated. Yeah, because S- Suvi basically once you romance her, she either it's either displayed that she's either really against PDA or that she's ashamed of a relationship. Ugh. It's like one or the other. But in uh, that's you know sometimes that happens with relationships. I know, like so. I I'm a very affectionate man, so like uh when like you date someone <laughs> that's very much against PDA, like not even holding hands, that I would like I'm just like yeah. <laughs> Do you think our uh, one of the writers ever like spoke out like on it? I, I know. I wonder. That that'd be interesting. In a, run, in a playthrough, I'd, I'd like to know. Um. Then Gil. Let us know in the comments down below. Gil <laughs> Gil Brody is the same sex male relationship. And, um, the engineer. He um. He'll engineer you. He's a gambler. And, oh, is he? Yeah, but here's the big here's the big thing that a lot of people didn't like. Like you just start dating him, then some drama happens. Uh, he gets offered the chance to have a child. Whoa, really? Yeah. And he and this is something he's always wanted. So he basically is like, yeah, uh, me and this woman are going to have a child, but we want to have you as the co-parent. And it's like, and a lot of people are like, oh, that's sweet. But the majority of people are like, we've been dating for like two days. You know, that is very true. And 
very presumptuous of Gil. For real. <laughs> like, but again, like, I'm just like, I'm thinking, like, if someone did that to me, that's just, that's just kind of interesting story to happen for me. Like, <laughs> that's an interesting story for Ryder. Like, what, what did he say? Are that, there options just to say, like, no or yes? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. It's either you get to co-parent yeah. or you get to not co-parent. Do not know. Do you have a kid on the ship then? Like, <laughs> I mean, I mean, I wouldn't recommend having a kid yeah, no, on the ship. No kids on the ship, especially when you're in hey, battle. Can we, can we not have a kid on the ship that's possibly getting irradiated 24 hours a day? Like, yeah, by element zero or whatever. Uh, but yeah, so a lot of people did not like those stories. Uh, and then uh, other than that, I think um, there were two people who aren't either companions or crew members that you can bang. Uh, mm-hmm. One of them is the of the reporter, right? Which I o- I almost banged her. I almost banged her. <laughs> What stopped you? I I, for, I forgot to go back for the final interview. Ah <laughs> oh, man, I didn't do the side mission. <laughs> I didn't do the side mission, damn it. And then the other one is the uh, the Angaran woman of uh, authority. Like the historic. Oh, is it the Moshai? Maybe. I guess the Moshai is like you banged her. I didn't. Like I, I thought it was some like some human, not some human, some some Angaran from like a museum. They're like, hey, thank you for grabbing these artifacts. Little did everyone know that wink, when, wink. That when we started we this, your artifact. we were going to do like 20 minutes of who did you bang? <laughs> <laughs> you know, maybe this is what Gaming Gab becomes. Mary Bang Kill, Mass Effect Edition. <laughs> Leave it in the comments below. <laughs> if there are even comments. I think Apple Podcasts is the only one that hosts comments. Damn. Well, I'll be searching. Leave it on the Facebook page. That's yeah, right. Yeah, leave we, it on the Facebook page. We got a Facebook page now. Oh my goodness. Uh, at, uh, so, at some at point. 73 Dreams Studio. Variety. Uh, variety show. Facebook. Yeah. Look it up. I don't know. Like, at some Please? point, at some point, we gotta take pictures for that. Yeah, we're, we'll figure that. No out. one knows what we look like unless they know us. Personally. I don't think we know what we look like. Do we really? I, I don't see a mirror. In are this we? Room. Are we a sorry now? Are, we, are, are our looks determined by what people see of us? I, that sounds so weird. That's that's literally the philosophical question of like yeah, I, how I do we? That's literally the question of like how do we know that this paper is white? True. Because you could see blue. It's cream. And you could just call it white. Like yeah. And I would never know. Like, but there's a actually like a, a conversation that can be overheard. I think in Mass Effect Two, where it's a Turian and a human talking about this and uh, this Asari dancer in front of them, and being like, "Ah, oh, man!" Like, I think that the <laughs> the Turian's like, "Man, look at those mandibles on her." Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> and the and the human's like, "What do you mean?" Like, just doesn't understand yeah like it's implied that you basically just see something that resembles your own species yeah which is super interesting but somehow species. the tentacles always stay oh yeah they always they gotta <laughs> oh my gosh all right are we done what else do we have to talk about uh oh do we talk about the end are, uh, we, are we done with like the banging portion I, of this? i mean i got nothing else to say Let's i can't see. remember I, we could talk about the actual sex scenes i only remember one of them <laughs> which is just a fade to black uh, in some water. Oh yeah, li- literally every everything ex- every if you have sex with someone that's not human, it's just fade to black. Yeah, which is a little like okay. I guess I know you're filling in the corners that we don't know. But... All right. I mean, before we get to the end, let's see. Do I have anything else? Um. Oh yeah. When they get to Eos, they oh, yeah. discover that they can make the plants hospitable. That's important. Yeah. Uh. 
Yeah. Eos becomes the first planet you can colonize. After that, they open up a bunch of side quests where you can make other planets hospitable yep. that I did not do. Mm. I you, can, you can make all the planets go up to like 100% viability and you get, a, I think, a little achievement for it and that's it. Uh, the Tempest is hunted by the Archon. Right. Like, I remember that. It's literally just so random. Like, I'm leaving a planet, then it's a cutscene and it's just like, boom, and the Archon's massive ship is in front of you. Yeah, he has a big ship and he like i mean his, his... compensating like mm, it is compensation you know what that's right you know why hmm. because there's a uh, one race he didn't take the best quality from humans this dick <laughs> and that's why liam won the contest against jaw oh <laughs> anyway you no know, my money i think would have been on him too that's just because i don't know what what the angarans are packing <laughs> All right, uh, so we managed to escape Archon by going through a Scourge Storm, crash landing on Aya, which is the home planet of the Angara. Where we meet Jal, That's I'm right. pretty certain. Uh, Ryder, this is also where Ryder discovers the eugenesis, the eugenicism of the cats. Right, because they can exalt people, and, like, they can, like, say if they, like, uh, say if the cat get their hands on a Krogan, they can just make that Krogan cat. I think that I think that's what they saw too, because they kidnapped some Krogan. I I I remember when I was playing last night. There's an enemy type that is exalted Krogans. Yeah, and they are a beast. I think they're called just berserkers, which makes yeah. sense. I I think there was like a moral decision of like whether or not to leave people behind. Yeah, I think there is, and I think it does actually affect the enemy types. Yeah, it does. Yeah, because because With... so, it's like either there's like upgraded cat or there's berserkers or some shit yeah, like that. Did you got... leave, did you leave the Krogans behind? It looks like I did. Man, you're a <laughs> dick. Uh, it, uh, I am. Oh, at some point, uh, they locate Meridian. Right, right. And Meridian is like... It's a remnant city. It's a remnant city, and it's like we can call it the equivalent to... Uh, we can call it the equivalent to... Uh, what? What is it in Mass Effect 1? Uh, uh, it, let's see. Oh, Like uh, in Mass Effect 3, the Crucible. It's that's right, like, yeah. It's like what they're working toward. Uh, yeah, and it has a it has a Dyson sphere like construct that was removed. That's what that's what the wiki told me. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, it is. It's it's actually a hollow planet. Yeah, which is really awesome. It, it reminds me of like Halo rings. That's but, right, because like, it was um it was supposed to the Dyson sphere like construct was what was connecting the vaults to yes. to um Meridian. Yeah, and that's and once why you I'll... control Meridian, you control all the vaults. Yeah, very similar to Halo. Maybe I'm just understanding that most sci-fi video games need to have alien tech. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I guess so. But like a really ancient high power one. Like the Forerunners in Halo? We could talk. Do you, you haven't played Halo. Nope. That's the next series you got to play, man. I'm, Wait, a play, I'm PlayStation. That's I don't care. Xbox I'm, bringing, I'm bringing my Xbox here. <laughs> He's bringing it all the way here just so I can play it. I totally would play co-op with you. That'd be so much fun. Wouldn't it be easier just to bring the mic to your house? Absolutely, it would be. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, after that, let's see. Yeah, here. After um, the Archon uh, interaction. I, I, I already forget the boss fight with the Archon. It was really... Actually, I don't know the actual boss fight for the Archon because when I was doing the last mission last night, it was just like defend these three points and let it upload its signal. And of course, I and probably then, I probably used my same strategy of turret drone. And yeah, go, I was go. actually like, thinking about like how I should have been doing that because that would have helped me a little bit more. But I, in any case, it's, I, yeah. it, it's that last battle was a little 
a little lackluster. The thing I will say about the last mission that I really do enjoy, which we shouldn't get there yet. What, the ending? Yeah, the real, real ending. Let's talk about the juice in between. Oh, the real, real ending. Let's talk about the, the, the... What else happens after the Archon? After... Aya. What happens after Aya? After Aya, it's a lot of like uh, it's a lot of missions that help build up the Ungarn resistance. There's mm-hmm. also like side qu- more side quests to try and raise the ho- the hospitality the hospitability of the planets. Yeah, so it's just basically filling it into the end game. Yeah, filling in blanks basically. That's why I kind of skipped over it because I was like, man, I don't remember a lot of juice happening here. I mean, uh, there's the potential relationships. That's what I mostly did. I focused on like the mm-hmm. side quests that were with the crew. Yeah. Like I was with Vetra. I forget. I, I I forget what Drax's side quest was. I think it was to like help bring in the Krogans of New Tachanka, help get them involved. I think it is, or at least like that is definitely uh, a Krogan a given quest for. Um. Th- there's like the whole idea of when the mutiny happened they just want to get everybody to be friends again yeah. like one of the last decisions you can make in the game is whether to have uh, a krogan be like the en- uh, ambassador of oh shit of the nexus i forgot about and that. i went fuck it why not I... because a lot of people like uh, any of the solarians in that team would have been like why them yeah why they off. we want to like make them extinct why them like, yeah like why would you choose them <laughs> but uh where are we in the game now uh, where, where i mean meridian was the end of the game <laughs> cool so there's a really awesome point in the last mission which reminds me of a very great video game again called halo uh, oh halo Halo, Halo, Halo. I know I shouldn't be saying this in a game that isn't Halo, but, oh man, once you make it to Meridian, as soon as you fly into this thing, and then, you know, gravity gets all weird, because how does gravity work in a hollow planet? Yeah, man. That's not for this podcast. That's for uh, Mystery Science, not theater. (laughs) 3000. Um, It's theater with an E at the end. (laughs) Yeah, they switched the spelling. (laughs) You know, maybe that could save us from copyright uh, infringement. Uh, anyway, you you drive the Nomad, and it's just it's just a linear go. You 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 book your fucking ass as quick as you can to this target uh, in the Nomad, and it's so much fun. Reminds me of uh the the Mako in ME one when you have to like you got like thirty it's, it's seconds. It's exactly like that moment, and I really enjoyed those moments because like Halo three has this really beautiful moment where the ground is crumbling before you. And you have to oh, jump yeah. onto this ship, but you're like, you're driving as fast ah! as you can as I pump my arms. <laughs> and you jump, and oh, such a great moment. I'm getting goose pimples from it. Where are you? There you are. Um, but Meridian, uh, yeah, after that, you you do what you basically do throughout the game, which is going into these vaults, touching a console, and then leaving. Yeah, pretty um, much. But, there's some uh, fighting between oh, there yeah. but I, like yeah there's a lot of like little fights there uh a lot of fun things you can hear is like the uh, the dialogue at the end is like all the people you've helped yeah they'll be like uh new tachanka coming in and then like ground pounds like boom shit superhero like, landing you, you just hear you you get to hear from all different parts of the cluster and you can really make it about the um like the Milky Way and Andromeda trying to like find a little 
harmony together, which was fun, and which was really kind of like the basis of the story in a weird way. Anyway, um, yeah, the, the, the end, the combat was, at the end, was fine. There wasn't really any, like, big, like, you're not fighting a human reaper type of fight, but you save your sister, the Archon dies. That's right, because you get to, as you alluded to earlier, you get to play as Sarah. Yes, at this point apparently in the middle took, of this mission. Apparently took you forever to finish her part. The, the first time I played it, yes. Last I, night, I, I was booking it. I, I was anything. so scared playing as her, because I was like, I have no powers, I have yeah, nothing. It, like, it, And it's, it's another one of those moments where they kind of put you down to nothing, kind of like you did with Joker and ME2. And, uh, like, the ending of ME3, because when Shepard literally right. only has a pistol. And you, there's another moment of, like, that, too, where, like, you're trying to limp along, and the Archon's hurting Sam, which is hurting you, and... Um... I, I will say, ME3, writing... Uh, sorry, not ME3, Mass Effect in general. Mm-hmm. Mass Effect in general, uh, writing, absolutely fantastic. Executing cinematic moments, very hit or miss. Yeah, it's... <laughs> The little gripe with this game that everybody had was the animation. Oh, God, the graphics. Everything that was on any character model looked really... Looks like one of those... It looks like a gummy. It looks like you could just chomp into it and eat it. And it's not what a human should look like. Or I shouldn't be thinking that, because that's cannibalism. (laughs) Anyway, the graphics, like... It looks smooth and everything. Like, it's the world was built first and then the characters. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, and they were like, how do we make these people look real? I don't know. Like, I'm remembering the way you're describing them, and my brain is just like, no, no. You remember this game better than this. And I'm like, but this is how the game actually was. Yeah. Like, but, like, I will say, I went through a lot of moments, and previous Mass Effect episodes, I've been saying Andromeda sucked. Like, I fucking hated it. Yeah. I Playing it last night, I had a fucking blast. Yeah. The combat in that game, just gotta say it, combat's really fucking great. Oh my god, yeah. I love the combat so much so much more than in just 3. The, yeah, like the movement. I think we already talked about it briefly. Um, jumping. What, what, you can jump. Was cover even a big deal in Andromeda? It's automatic. Oh, like, that's why, okay. And sometimes I didn't always have fun with it, so that's why I was like, I'm gonna play the run and gun type of class. Um, I, I was so defense. <laughs> yeah, you, you, were, you were defense heavy. And I was like, give was me like, a shotgun and a pistol and I'm good. Um, which I actually didn't like using last night. I was like, I need like a, an assault rifle or sniper. Anyway. Um, uh, but the game, it ends happy. Everyone's happy. Yeah. Sam saved. Sarah's saved. I will say the ending, because the ending is like you're walking along and you get to see your crew members in different parts of Nexus. Yes. And it reminds me of the ending of Dragon Age Origins, another yeah. Bioware game, because I, I, I beat that repeatedly. And literally, as long as your character lives at the end, your character gets to, like, be celebrated. And then, like, in in Origins, it's only one room because they didn't loading screens bullshit blah 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 so there was like and you just see all the characters in separate parties and it's like so that's what it reminded me of it's like okay this is this is nice this is like the little recap you get to talk to them yeah they did they bioware definitely had that moment of the the recap like hey look at these people even after the final mission during the epilogue you can go to uh, a random email terminal that's in your private quarters and it is just flooded with thank yous like thank you for doing this like 
we made it like we did it we're established here like it, like really kind of i guess heartwarming things or it makes you remember things like oh i remember that it's person like, on hey Bios. i did this like yeah and it can definitely feel fulfilling to some um and then there's um uh as you're le- getting ready to leave for the nexus uh, a couple things happen one of them i completely missed the first time i played uh, actually the only time i played i never replayed I, this actually when i was playing it last night I didn't leave the nexus i was like i'm not gonna finish the apple because like, <laughs> i got all the info i need i should have finished the epilogue yeah but uh but uh so remember we mentioned that there were five arcs in total right in this game you only get to like i mean i think it's optional to save two of the three arcs but you have to go to at least like the turian arc mm-hmm. but uh i went to all of them i got the salarian and the, and the asari and the turian arcs yep there was supposed to be a fifth arc that had all the all the non-council races yeah and um that's a great way to put it i forget that's how they did it and there's an alert like that i again i completely missed it someone brings it to my attention literally someone was just like oh uh sir there's and i'm just like fuck off i'm enjoying the party like <laughs> fuck off i gotta go twerk with my pb <laughs> <laughs> screw you man i got an airlock waiting for me <laughs> uh but yeah so basically uh if you act if you're not me and thinking with uh your second head you're uh you're listening to this guy or woman i forget who it, it is, is a woman it is a woman okay and the woman reveals that there's a message from the fifth arc do you remember what the fifth arc said uh the fifth arc and i wrote it down oh he wrote not it. verbatim he's got the notes uh said that the oh i should have said each arc has a pathfinder on its own. Yep. Um, and they're appointed. I forget how they're appointed. Anyways, the pathfinder on the 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 Corian arc yeah. said, "Don't try and come to find us. Like we're like shit's happening, but don't come and find us yet." And like you're just there, like, well, I have this information, and I think it actually has a moment of like a a, a close up. And it's just Ryder saying oh, something. I actually want to go find it because I was like, oh, great. There was a lot of moments in this game where I felt it was very Hollywood. Yeah. Like, it was like, they were like, man, we... It was like Bioware saying, we can create a AAA game. And then the AAA game didn't do so well. It, got like, like... it didn't anthem it, but like it... Oh, God, no, not anthem. It, it, I think there was a bit of stumbling because i mean there's no sequel like it wasn't yeah it's critical claim was uh, kind of hard at first because yeah all the mass effect lovers were like this doesn't f-, like it feels like a mass effect story but it feels like watching rogue one Ooh. in star wars sometimes it's like it's a star wars movie it just doesn't but it's not the star wars yeah. movie like, I it, think that's the best way to put this game yeah it definitely had its, it's place it's good it expands yeah. the world but it's it's like Rogue One. Yeah, which I love Rogue One. I li- I appreciate Rogue One, but yeah. What, but yeah, I see what you're saying. Andromeda has its place. It just wasn't a it wasn't reviewed favorably by mm. the people who love the franchise. It wasn't it wasn't favored by us, and it I guess it also wasn't during the development side because you said there was some. Oh yeah, cuts. there was so many budget cuts. They li- like they literally conceptualized so many new races. I love to see their fucking concept. I know, like they re- they made so many new races, and they were just, and then they were like, "Yeah, no, you're getting like two races max, and not even that many planets are going Ugh. to be accessible." 
and you're not gonna have and like all of the old races like there was just so much where they were to, they were just told like yeah so uh both budget cuts and uh crunch time we're like we're just we're we're kind of fucked are you are you looking at the the concept art as we okay speak? i don't know if i i guess i just need to look at concept art more for video games but if you're a Mass Effect fan and you hated Andromeda because there wasn't that much diversity in this galaxy, go look up what they could have been. Because it's like, if you've, if, like... What did you type in? Like I, I typed in concept art, Mass Effect, Andromeda, and it looks like Upgrade from Ben 10 is, oh my one, God, of the, is yes. one of the, these creatures. And, like, it's humanoid in nature, but not as humanoid as the other creatures have been in Mass Effect. Closer to Hanar, I would say. It reminds me of um, the Geonosians from Star Wars uh, attack. Yeah, 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 exactly. Just paint a picture for him, like. <laughs> yeah, true, true. You gotta. Like... I'm uh, I'm not an artist though. Go look up the concept art because, like, like JP said, he's showing me now. This shit is great. It's just it would have been it would have been really exciting to see more. And I guess I mean that's just every complaint of a fucking customer is pretty like, much. I want more. <laughs> Give me more. <laughs> that's just that, isn't that us? We're just consumers screaming, "We want more." Pretty much. Sorry, Bioware. You won't satisfy everyone. True. Uh, and also there is a new big bad that's teased called Primus. I guess he was uh, Archon's oh, right hand man. Right. Yeah. That's who I saw last night. I'm like, who are you? Yeah. Who the fuck is this guy? But yeah. So and it's like, didn't I just kill you? Isn't oh, there like, oh. the, isn't there a woman yes. that's with the Archon throughout the whole thing too? Like, maybe, maybe it's playing like off the Saren Benezia type of vibe. Who yeah, knows? the the vibe that got cut really quickly. Like, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Hacked. <laughs> so uh, that's the end. And unfortunately, as far as we know, that is the end of Andromeda. Like, uh, I really hope they continue in Andromeda. Story. I would love a sequel. I want to see. We were talking about what were we saying about uh, them trying to connect the two? For That's the right. Next game? Uh, so I came up with a neat little fan theory. Um, I was like, "What if?" And we have confirmation that Mass Effect Four is a thing. Uh, Bioware also made Dragon Age. In Dragon Age Origins, there's Ferelden. Right. In Dragon Age Two, there's Orleus. And in Dragon Age Inquisition, they made it so your character traveled between both continents. Now, um, assuming that in Mass Effect, we don't make destroy the canon ending. True. Which would we, mean... We gotta talk about the canon ending, possibly, too. Which would mean the Mass Effect relays are still a thing. And now we're activating the remnant vaults. Meridian is active, or maybe not. Maybe mm -hmm. it got destroyed. But the vaults mm -hmm. are still a thing. So what if some way, somehow, they're like, hey, maybe we can cut that light speed travel and in half <laughs> and just make it so that both of these are happening. Yeah, which... Something else I just thought of that would Imagine be... Imagine the galaxies, map. Ooh! Yeah. <laughs> so, so something I just thought of, this would be a massive troll on, on Bioware's part. You start Mass Effect 4. And it's, and it's in the Milky Way. And you get like maybe three, five hours in... And then, like your character, your character dies, and that, but they die, and they send a message, and the me and then it, the game cuts to like years later, oh, and shit. and like Ryder and Andromeda gets the message. He's like, "Oh, I got a new mission." And then you play Ryder for like no, the wait, other forty you, hours. You're the Quarian. You're, you're <gasps> oh, that'd you, be fun. You, like if you start on the arc going through deep space. I would shit, love that'd that. Be so cool. That would be so fucking awesome. Can we just? 
instead of talking about the remaster, maybe we'll we'll, we'll talk about the remaster. We definitely. Have I to, think we yeah. should talk about things we would really want with the new game. Oh my gosh, I have that. Let's see. Do you? Uh, well, you came prepared. I, I have. <laughs> it's always a shock to one of us. I have one. <laughs> one of us has to be prepared. Oh my gosh! Of course, the first thing I wrote was, "Did Shepard live?" And what ending is canon? We just want to know. Like Bioware, tell me. A lot of people are. It. A lot of people are probably going to assume the synthesis ending is canon, but like that wasn't even a planned ending. No, that that was a reaction or a reactionary ending. <laughs> so I feel like maybe Control might be the canon because mm-hmm. usually when they pick canon endings, they like to pick the good guy ending. Because uh, I guess that's all humans are trying to do is be good people. We're definitely good people. Uh. I definitely didn't like wipe out at least three or four separate races throughout that trilogy of games. <laughs> totally didn't do that. <laughs> Humanity in actual history has not committed a multitude of genocides. Like, not at all. I can't remember. I can't recall a genocide in the last fifty years. Fifty years. Goodness. Yes. No. I can count like two that's happened in the last two years. <laughs> fair enough sadly that's the world we live in don't forget these concepts are still alive they're not stories I mean, that's they're right stories but real oh yes oh my goodness um what else do we want in that trailer i want to know right, who, in the mass effect 4 trailer i want to know who the fuck that asari is because okay why because you want to fuck well no she's not quarian oh <laughs> she's not tally she damn two. it she if there's no quarians in this game i'll riot <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we heard it here first, folks. Uh, so, that my theory with that trailer was that it was years later. It was picking up from like the aftermath of the after credit scene in three. Mm-hmm. Uh, are we in Milky or in, in, in Milky Way? Okay. And a lot of people are uh, actually saying that maybe it's not that far in the future. Maybe it's the immediate aftermath, and Liara is in it. That Asari is Liara, and she's looking for Shepard. Which again is Shepard alive? What if that's the story of the game? We have to look for Shepard. Shepard's I mean, the chosen one. I would kind of love it for it to be like, oh, where's Shepard? And then they say, Shepard doesn't matter. It's this. I would love it if, like, the halfway point of a, of that game, like, the story is, like, Liara's trying to find Shepard. Whatever your character is, is her recruit. Mm. And, like, the, at the halfway point of the game, you get to, like, they build to a point where it's like, this is where Shepard is. This is where he is. And he's dead. And it's like, it's like, and just have Liara be heartbroken. Like we, we can bring him back. They, they, he, uh, not, he, he, not this again. It's like, he always comes back. He always does. And then like, oh, they, such an interesting story for Liara. Just have them get attacked somehow. And they lose Shepard's body for good. And like, mm-hmm. to, and it's just like, okay. And then the whole second half of the game is they would, move on. I think that would help so, so, so many people put the Shepard to bed. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, Shepard's great and all, but like, I don't know. It's like Emperor Palpatine. You can't keep bringing that guy back. Yeah, all fuck right? that for real. Ugh, I'm not even gonna talk about that last Star Wars movie. When anyway. when should we expect this game? Honestly, and this is still with thinking with COVID in mind. Yeah, I think definitely not next year or the year, maybe 23. Yeah, we got teased. Yeah. And that's something. It's a teaser trailer, though, with and with no gameplay. With no gameplay, and that's fine. Yeah, I well, don't want them to show me gameplay. Yeah, please, no. I do not no. want that to cyberpunk. Don't do it. Don't cyberpunk us. Don't anthem us. Don't No Man's Sky us. Just, just be just honest. 
Be honest, do the work, and care for yourselves. And when I say care for yourselves, I'm talking to you managers and CEOs. Make sure your damn employees are happy. Yeah, don't uh, don't crunch time it like so many other video game companies. Like, honestly, I... Actually, what do I mean? I, like, every video game company. I can wait. I can wait. I'll be upset, but I can wait. Look at The Last Guardian. I don't know. Oh, well, it's a PlayStation exclusive, so you didn't play it. But I have not. The Last Guardian, I literally followed the progress of that game. It took, like, they repeatedly delayed it by years. Like, mm-hmm. it, they released it 10 years after oh, they... The Last and, okay. Yeah, after they had initially announced it, and it was such a beautiful fucking game. And see, it was worth the wait. The, it's worth the wait. I think that, that phrase should be fucking, I don't know, like a sticky note on someone's monitor. Like waiting is worth it (laughs) definitely like uh the last question i had was will we be someone that's not human i like just give me this option i want to have an out of human experience yo and i I only get that with spore i know right (laughs) i mean there's probably other games you can play as a oh we got dragon Dragon age Age. (laughs) because you can be an elf like a dwarf a dwarf a canary like those are cool people choose a cornari over a human because I've been that human. thing's a fucking walking bull. For real. Like, like I'd rather be a walking bull than a walking flesh bag. Like, come on. Let me let me let me be a, a floating flesh bag or something. So I guess, um, was there anything else we we wanted to touch on for Andromeda? Um Um No. Oh, you know what? I was um, too harsh. I'll so, say that. Something I will say. This is a, this is a criticism. Please. They succeed they succeeded in making me care about their characters. They succeeded. But unlike those trilogy games, n- were any of them in any real danger? None of them die. There's, n- there's That is so true. There was no... The- where's the stakes? Yeah. There was no stake. None this of shit the- was medium... It was rare. There was no stakes. There was no <laughs> death in this game, like, ever been, like, predetermined sis- ones. Like, other than your dad, but that's that's inciting action. We need, like... Your consequence. Yeah, your sibling was never at risk either. That too. It's like, oh no, the Archon has her. But he like he, he put a fucking like he put handcuffs on her. Yeah. Like she's in danger. But not in danger. Like Mass Effect like danger, but not danger. Mass Effect 2 suicide run. Yeah, that, give us that. That fucked with me, man, because I knew Tally was the only one who was capable enough to be a hacker for that. And I mm-hmm. was just like I don't want to send her though because she's at risk of dying and I love her. I don't want to Dude, risk her life. Like, if we didn't decide to uh, reunite the, the Krogans with the Nexus, like what if Drac was just like, fuck you guys, I'm out of here. Yeah, like that's like, why- what I li- if you could have had that moment, like like that Rex moment on Vermeer. Yeah, like, that's what I like about like uh, with Dragon Age. Again, I'm going to bring it back to Dragon Age because I- I'm, It's another Bioware. It's another Bioware game and I'm going to be honest, I like Dragon Age more than Mass Effect- uh, oh really yeah more of a fantasy i see oh yes definitely <laughs> uh and, and in dragon age like you could lose characters not even just from death but from deferring ideologies yeah you can just you can flat out say i don't want you in my crew anymore oh yeah you could do that or if, like there was one there's one mission where it's like oh yeah like you can defile the sacred ashes or whatever mm-hmm. and if you and there's two super religious characters and, it, and it's you're even more fucked if they're in your party when that See, happens because they will kill you. That's paying attention to a character's reactions and reacting truthfully in a moment. I feel like we didn't really have that many truthful moments in in Andromeda. Yeah, it just um, felt very like showy. Oh, so showy. It was so showy and not. Oh my god, this is all the shit that I've learned in college. 
I, anyway, uh, go, to take a <laughs> go, take a step back to the combat system. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was so happy. You know why? It was ooh, why? Because they hybridized it. They hi- they made a hybrid of it. You had the ammo, but you also brought back the overheat system. Oh, yeah, baby. That's why it wasn't in two or three. They put all the guns on the sh- on the archives. Ah, uh, right. All the thermal clips went on to the next. There we go. Yeah. Uh, I didn't feel like there was too many morally gray options. Like, I, f- I think the problem was that because there's no sequel, there's just no long-term consequences. That That is also very fair to say that we should really take into consideration. Let's see. Uh, and as far as characters, I said this kind of all throughout of the podcast. I, okay, I fuck the consideration real quick. <laughs> I played Mass Effect. If Mass Effect 1 was the only game in that series, I restarted that game just to get Rex. Yep. There is not a single consequence in Andromeda. That is unacceptable. <laughs> that is unacceptable on you, Bioware. So, so taking a step back to the characters, uh, I de- I made a note. Vetra and Kalo, they're nowhere near as charismatic as Garrus or Joker. Korra was an improvement on Ashley, and PB was a different kind of a sorry. Meanwhile, Drac, he carried a tearful backstory worth talking about. Now that now I feel bad because I can't remember it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it was it was it was enough to write down, and that's I feel that's like the effort. I right? feel like it had something to do about his kid or something. It's, like it's got a, it probably has a genophage centric story. But hey, man, hopefully, uh, maybe well, we can revisit all these games again with Legendary Edition coming, hopefully without delay, May fourteenth this year. And though we say hopefully without delay, we don't care if you delay because we want good product. Yes, of course. (laughs) Uh, It's a remaster, not a remake. That is very important to say. I thought it was a remake, and I was so excited. Same. Making a a distinction between... Do we... Yeah, yeah, we're going to talk about Mass Effect remaster. The remaster, (laughs) they're not... They're just... It's a visual touch-up. Yeah, pretty much. It's a visual touch-up, and making... It feels stylistically all the same, all three games. Yeah, there was there was some minor touches, like um the the, the biggest one I can think of is you remember that Benezia boss battle in ME one? Yeah, how she could like one hit kill you? Absolutely. Yeah, they fixed that. Good. They're, good. they're like, yeah, no, we don't want you to die like five seconds after <laughs> exiting the conversation where you're forced to be right in front of her. Oh my god, and that conversation you can't skip. Yeah, it's, I know. Like, if you die, you have to go through the conversation again. <laughs> I. I I stopped caring. I just I just kept hitting the first dialogue yep. option every time, and all the DLC is included except for Pinnacle me. Station. Okay, that's now that, that that's gonna be making some people sad. Apparently, uh, the all the data for that was lost. Oh my god, how? I have no idea, but it's completely lost. And they were like, "Yeah, no, like it would have taken too much time to just completely remake it from the ground up." That's you know that's fair, and honestly, that was just. I think that was just a Mass Effect goodie because, again, they were like, we have money, let's make our game more AAA. I mean, for real, a a DLC in a PS3 game from that early? Yeah. PS3 games didn't start with DLC. Mostly just uh, like a horde mode. It it was like a training center or something like that. But yeah, uh, so when I get Legendary Edition, uh, after I'm done replaying all of it, it will be my first time playing Citadel DLC. I uh, oh. that's my that's why I'm looking forward to that that Citadel DLC is excuse me I burped um <laughs> that Citadel Citadel DLC is what makes I think 
I don't know. It's that closure. <laughs> it was a. It was oh, yeah. a fun. It was character closure, but not main character closure. Someone told me about what happens in Citadel if you romanced uh, Fane, because Citadel always happens after Fane dies, and it the, and Fane just leaves you like audio logs. <laughs> And I'm just like, why? Oh, the tears. The tears. Oh my goodness. Um, we're we're. I guess we're. I mean, we're at a point where we can wrap up Mass Effect until May, possibly. I don't know if we're gonna want to hear us talk about Mass Effect again. Maybe we'll we'll do like our our thoughts and feelings on yeah. the remaster. That could be fun. What? But like, what do you think? I mean, so you're a free agent. Yeah. Uh, now that Mass Effect's done, I guess your current deal is over. Um, but. You, yeah, we can bring you back anytime. Uh, it's gonna be. I mean, it feels a little weird to discuss on on the microphone, but I'm I'm almost, I'm okay with this. I know, right? I, I mean, I mean, technically, you're getting paid as long as the mic's on. So true. Continue talking. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, I don't know, man. I mean, I I know they're definitely probably not gonna want to keep hearing me talk games by myself because that might just be a bit depressing. Yeah, and I mean, there's already two other things of you talking by yourself. I mean, there's grappling with Ray. That's about it. The casually filthy was just True. a pilot. It, it was a pilot. I should uh, say. I'm I'm hopefully yeah. I'm hopefully bringing a second episode in. Hopefully, hell yeah, hell you yeah. Are. Uh, you so, totally are. Oh, don't yeah. say hopefully. You are. Yeah, will it into the universe? Um, so there's a lot of different things we could cover. Right? Like we could cover personal favorites. Like I you mean, like you said, we you already said, hey, let's go do Halo. Like. Oh my goodness! Um, shrug, 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 shrug. Why not? I uh, I recently discovered. Uh, I I think it's still a thing. The PlayStation flashback, and it, it it revealed what my what games I played. Oh right, right. And right, apparently, right. I'm very heavy into the fighting genre. Oh, you know, I I have heard that about you. <laughs> flashback to like my birthday where I beat you and like seven other people back to back repeatedly Dude, ufc if you've never played ufc it's like you've never been in a fight before so you you're going down in a second this guy sacks me like in milliseconds yeah i'm that douchebag who doesn't like wait for you to learn the game oh i don't want to be i don't want to be held back on i want to feel it all like literally the learn. literally the bell rang and my created character i will point out i didn't max out his stats like this mm. is a character i created throughout career mode so it's like okay these are the these are the stats i got throughout my career match starts he ran at me and i did a full-on spin kick and yep. he just dropped and it, it was like it's over <laughs> One, two, three. I, and I'll, let me tell you how much of a douche I am when I play these games. Uh, at one point, Justin was doing really good. He got all the way to the third round with me. I sure did. I felt so good. And he he almost I knocked, had no stamina though. He he, he, <laughs> he almost knocked me down, and he was like, "Oh yeah, yeah." And then I I, I revealed my secret, and I was like, "Hey, Justin." guess uh, guess what and he's like what and then i and then i literally i hit him once and he went down and i and i in real life i just leaned into him and i'm like those were the words of a man who could have ended it whenever he wanted like <laughs> <laughs> you know i to bring it back to Mass Effect real quick oh god the archon did kind of say that cuz he was like oh great you now f- you you showed me Meridian. Now I'll take care of everything else. Blah, blah, blah. I could have done this whenever I wanted. Yeah, uh, I am the mo- the villain of this game. <laughs> and I'm writer, Sam. We need to get out of here. Find us a way out. I don't know. Oh my um, goodness. But uh, to to talk contract a little bit real quick. Uh, so I mean, I'm assuming the bosses will hear this at some point. Yeah. Unless they, they they have to filter it first. They have to. 
you know, go through and add all the beeps to all the fucks. They, they do um, a terrible job of that. They do. Oh, wait a minute. So that means they don't look at it. You know it. what? I just realized. Uh, I think I'm supposed to do that. You know what? I, I add the E at the end of a title, so it's good. <laughs> you know, that's true. You got bracket, big E, bracket. <laughs> and my job's done. <laughs> oh. Uh, but yeah, I would honestly... I, if I were to extend my contract right now, it would be extending it to other video games. Yeah, such as uh, Halo, or maybe I might even feel so inclined to do something like uh, like a fighting game. Say like Mortal Kombat. Oh, that's right, man. We just saw the Red Band trailer to, oh, yeah. to date this, this recording. Uh, we just saw it, and I'm so hyped for that. I don't know. Should we t- should we do a game or should we do like a watch along? Should we do the first ever seventy three Dream Studios variety show watch along? Wow, a watch along of the of of the Mortal Kombat movie or us <laughs> fighting? <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe maybe the movie, but I don't know if we should do the new one since only people of like HBO Max will be able to see that. True. Well, how about we just give all of our listeners, uh. Our HBO Max code, like our login information. <laughs> uh, I, I I thought you meant you got that. We got a sponsor somewhere in here. Like, oh, no, hey no. guys, if you use the code seventy free dreams, you yeah, get- yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, if you go to hbomax.com or net or whatever they call it, um, type in seventy three dreams and it's free for a month. Can I say that legally? I mean, I think they offer a free trial anyway, so. <laughs> Ah, not a lie. Uh, I mean, uh, for legal reasons, we'll call it a joke. But <laughs> legal, it's all. This is all fantasy. Then uh, um, let's see. Uh, yeah, we could definitely look at more recent games too. What's a recent game that came out that we could cover? Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk easily. I I, I wouldn't mind talking about cyberpunk. I would have. That means I would have to play it again. Though. I would. Yeah, I would say play like you could finish it pretty quickly. That game is. You can, could I? You could quickly finish. I it. look. I look at how long to beat dot com, and they're like, oh yeah, this game's like forty something hours or something. Like yeah, that's true. I mean, I guess there is a bit of. You forget. Mush. You had like two weeks of nothing to do three um <laughs> but yeah uh so i then i mean i'm i got nothing else to gab about but what i would like to see gabbed about is you listeners down in the comment section down below tell us what you think yeah. tell me uh if you agree with our harsh opinions about video games and such do you want to see slash hear more of jp like yeah please give feedback he he needs this job like he get he gets paid more than i do i'll make you feel bad if you don't give me any feedback i'm not coming back but feed me i come back we eat back we record like so far in advance though like yeah this is coming out in march (laughs) well no that actually because this one got delayed so much this one's coming out in like two days (laughs) oh hey well i'll see you in two days future yeah and uh, and uh I don't know, man. I we got we got to sit down and record some more shit if we're gonna have a gaming gab in March. We will. We I I vow that's just gonna be my solo. I'll be there. Well, at some point, maybe Justin JP will get a solo. Who yeah. knows? Maybe that's what I'll do. I'll kick you out while you're doing your solo. You kick me 30 out thirty minutes in, and I'm gonna be like, "This is now a new game we're talking." About. I I just get kicked out, and you bring Sicily in. <laughs> yeah. Sicily's been playing a few games. Like. Uh, she finished Layers of Fear. She starred Layers of Fear 2. Don't know that one. Uh, other than that, I'm trying to get her to play the medium. You should play, you could play the medium. Are you into horror games? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
You could, you could play the medium. I hear it's a pretty quick game. It's like six, seven hours, I think. Wow. Okay. Yeah. A quick little bite, little video game. I think game. I think it's that quick. I could be wrong, but well, I guess we're just gonna have to check. Uh... Check out the trailer. Yeah. And uh, I, I guess for everyone, to be .com. I guess uh, for everyone else, good G-G. game. Yep. Yeah, GG. Good game. <laughs> like, yeah, good one, guys. You can't see it, but we're we're giving you a thumbs up. Positivity. <laughs>